Are you ready? Are you ready? Are you ready? Are you willing? Hey gents. Welcome to another episode of Apex Masculinity, a high-performance men's coaching outfit designed to help you show up strong in every area of life. Raising the bar in fatherhood, marriage, finance, business, health, and all things manly. Gentlemen, let's begin. Hey, gents. Welcome to Apex Masculinity. You're in the right place. I'm your host, Nick Chantos. Guys, I got a couple questions for you this morning as we start. What does it mean to be apex? The definition of apex is the tip or the summit or the climax. We understand to be apex means to be tip top, to be functioning at top level performance in any given area of one's life. What is the definition of substandard? Substandard is defined as below standard, less than adequate, not measuring to regular standards. And there is plenty of men in the world today that fit this definition, not bringing their best to the table in how they carry themselves at work, not bringing their best to the table in how they treat their wife and how they treat their children, not bringing their best to the table in their self-discipline, in the way they manage their finances. And because of this, they are cheating themselves of the opportunity to live a more rewarding and more fulfilling life. And not only that, but they are cheating the world and the people around them of the positive masculine apex influence that they could be bringing to the table influencing the other people around them, not only their wife and children, but anyone that comes into their immediate sphere would be able to see apex masculine attributes on display in people by the way they carry themselves as men and begin to positively affect and influence the world around us. Masculinity is the quality or condition of being masculine, otherwise known as the traditional characteristics of being male. What are those traditional characteristics? What does it mean to be a substandard man? Per our definition that we just read, it simply means to consistently perform beneath the established standards of manhood. If I were to ask you, are you an apex man or are you substandard? How would you respond? Now, listen, before you take offense at the question and write me off feeling as though the question itself is an attack on your character or your integrity as a man, you should know two things. One, I ask myself this question every day. The pain of being substandard for me far outweighs the pain of having my feelings hurt at being asked the question. To be given one life to live, And to spend that life in the doldrums of mediocrity, never finding true purpose or success, is a transgression of sacred things. Especially when one considers the overwhelming availability of strategies and tools that exist to help men, to help us as men become successful. 
regardless of your past, regardless of your past mistakes, your traumatic upbringing, or the condition that your reputation is currently in. We live in a time never before seen in human history, filled with the knowledge to grow and to mature as men, filled with the tactics to rebuild and develop our character, and limitless opportunities to excel and succeed. They are at our fingertips like no other time in the history of the world. There is no excuse. There is no excuse as to why we as men cannot become apex. Now listen, I say that with great empathy to those who were raised in environments that were not conducive to success. I say this with empathy to men that were raised in abusive and destructive homes. Many of us grew up in living situations that were not conducive to developing the character, habits, mindset, and having the support system needed to hit the ground running into a successful life as an adult man. Yet, gentlemen, therein lies the beauty of our campaign. To go from brokenness, cynical, toxic, clueless, to apex achievement is the hero's journey defined. I applaud you for undertaking the quest that lies before you. Which now brings us to the second thing that you should know. Something in you, proven by the simple fact that you are listening to this podcast, is already operating from a place of honesty and humility as you come to terms with the reality that there's not only room for improvement in certain areas of your life, but you want this improvement. You want to become the best version of yourself. You have finally gotten to the place where the pain of staying the same now far outweighs the pain that you think it's going to take to begin to make some dynamic shifts in your life to become the man that you know you are destined to be. An attitude like this is commendable. Certainly unique in the culture that we live in today. In an age where men walk blinded by ignorance to the fact that masculinity as a whole is floundering and the definition of manhood is under constant assault, we need now more than ever for men to understand and operate from the truest and most noble definition of manhood. With firm and resolute determination, we as men must understand we must uphold the sacred task of apex masculinity, lest it fall by the wayside and be forever lost, leaving the world confused and deficient. The world needs good men. Yet today men lay sleeping. Will you rise to the challenge of rejecting the toxic ideologies of manhood and reclaim true epic apex masculinity? This podcast is a collection of stories for my own life, shared with you for the purpose of inspiring reflection on your own life and the condition that your life is currently in. There are principles that one must adopt and implement in their life in order to achieve and maintain success in any area, and we will certainly cover them all. 
Also, all of us are coming into this journey at different stages, at different ages, with different upbringings that have developed us to have contrasting worldviews on many issues. The beauty of manhood is no matter if you came from abuse and neglect, or if you came from money and a healthy support system, once you decide it's time to grow and to mature as a man, the principles at base level are the same for all of us. We all want to be better husbands. We all want to be better fathers. We all want to manage our money better and build wealth. We all want to be healthy, positive, value-adding members of the communities that we're a part of. We all want to be emotionally strong and secure as men and function from a place of emotional health, not letting the past, all the mistakes of the past and all the trauma of the past define us and shape how we make decisions and carry ourselves in life from day to day. We all want to build a lasting legacy and go down in history as one that affected life in a distinct and memorable way, rather than one who fizzled into eternity as a continual failure, never amounting to much, always on the losing end of whatever challenges life brought our way. It's my hope that this podcast the interviews and the guests that we have and the stories that I share with you from my own life, that they will be a blessing to you, that they will cause you to make even the most subtle changes to the way that you carry yourself as a man. For if we can affect the world around us, even to the slightest degree in a positive way, then we are the men who have done the greatest good with the short time that we all have here on this dusty rock that we call home. Gentlemen, my name is Nick Chantos. I did not have a picture-perfect upbringing in life. I won't bore you with all the details on this introductory episode, but I'm sure many of you listening to this have stories that are similar. Stories that may even be worse than mine. And I didn't have a good family situation. I don't think my parents had a clue what they were doing. And because of the way that they handled themselves and handled their discipline and handled the support system for me, some things got broken upstairs. And I don't want to harp on it. I don't want to play blame games. I don't want to um, waste any time in anger or holding judgment or curse over people. I need to get to the place where I'm moving past my past and healing. And this last couple years, it was time to go on a deep dive. I don't know if you've ever been there. I don't know if you've ever been to that place where the you that you've been up to this point is no longer serving you and the people that you love and care for. And you get to the point where truly the pain of staying the same now far begins to outweigh the pain that you perceive is going to take place to begin to take some actionable steps to change. So I went on a deep dive and I began to learn some things. I began to learn what a true wake-up call really is. I began to learn what it means to wake up and realize that your past doesn't define you. That the words that were spoken over you and the way that you were treated as a child and as an adolescent do not have to define your level of success and your level of self-love as an adult. They don't. You can come from any place of brokenness and destitution. 
and achieve unlimitless success in life. And as the podcast progresses and we go into these life stories of mine, you will see that it is possible. I came from a place where at one time in my life, because I was so broken in my heart and in my head, that I literally lived under a bridge in El Paso, Texas with nothing to my name, but the clothes on my back, some warrants for my arrest, and a couple of dull syringes that I kept in my sock. I lived from one dope fix to the next, one drink to the next, one immoral activity to the next, simply for the purpose of releasing dopamine in my brain so that I could feel a pleasurable offset to the agony that was taking place inside of me. And at the time, I didn't know that's what I was doing, but I was running from myself. I was running from my reality. I was running from my past. I was running from my pain. And the fastest way to do that was to check out. I stand before you today an imperfect man, and I will be the first to admit that. But all these 20 plus years later, being married to the woman of my dreams. My wife and I just purchased a quarter of a million dollar home here in the Williston, North Dakota area where I work and where I make an exceptional wage, not bragging, you know, there's guys out there doing way better than me, but from where I came from to where I am today, um, to be able to afford something like this and to be able to have put my wife through college so that she can have a degree and be a second breadwinner for our home and to be able to put my kids in private school and to be able to have, you know, the vehicles that we want and um, to be involved in things that help us have impact in the community around us. You know, there's a lot of personalities that you'll hear on podcasts and on YouTube videos, and I'm guilty of this. I'll just get real with you for a minute. And if you're not careful, you can watch these guys and you can really get sucked into this like greater life now theology that takes place out in the digital world where it's about bigger houses and bigger cars and more money and you know um, it's just on and on and on and you you end up getting on this rat race where you're always chasing the next level of success and fulfillment in life and look i got no problem with you know people taking a minute and stepping out of themselves and realizing you know what like i could be doing far better than i am I could be providing for my family far better than I am. And it's time to, you know, get serious and level up to that next level of success so that I can enjoy a greater quality of life, but so that I can also provide that for my loved ones, you know, for my wife and kids or something like that. But I don't want this podcast to ever be the type of podcast where it's strictly about, you know, your best, you know, your best success life now and reaching and you know pushing through glass ceilings and now we're making millions and now we're making tens of millions and now we've got lamborghinis and now we've got you know you know half a million million dollar homes it's not about chasing money and chasing wealth and success it's about chasing the better man that you know that you can be it's about being a better husband what does that look like first of all does it even matter does it even matter if you're a better husband? Does it matter to you? Okay, maybe you've been fighting with your wife and there's been some friction at home and it matters to you to your wife that you become a better husband and a better man. But does it matter to you? 
And if it doesn't, or you haven't even been thinking along these lines that you need to level up and become a selfless man and begin to love your wife and treat her with the respect and dignity and provide a, a place of fulfillment for her. If you're not even thinking on these terms, then you haven't had the wake up call, man. Like you're stuck in self, like you're stuck inward and, and self focused. And that's not what apex masculinity about is about apex masculinity is about servant leadership. It's about being the better man, but it's about influencing and serving those around you in a way to where they level up and become better versions of themselves. This is the exponential growth that we're looking for as we begin to change the world around us. And it starts with you, with having that wake-up call. Does it even matter to be a better husband? And if it does, and if there's something in you right now that as you hear this go, that goes within you, that says within you, you know what? I, I, I've been falling down in this area. So, and, 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 I, and I would like to do better. The next question I was asking that I would ask you is what does it look like then? We've already determined that it matters. You're asking yourself this question. Does it matter? Yes. I'm ready to level up in my marriage. Now, what does that look like? What is your example? What kind of marriage did your parents have? Or did you grow up in a single parent home? Do you even have a reference point for what a wonderful, bountiful marriage even looks like? Once you determine that it matters, once you get an idea of what it looks like, what are you looking for? Are you looking for greater connection and greater intimacy and greater romance and greater compatibility and greater selflessness where not only not, not only are you meeting your wife's needs and, and no, I'm not just talking about the sexual ones, man. I'm talking about her emotional needs like and you're providing a fun and safe and stable home life for her and for your family. And you can tell that your wife is emotionally fulfilled and satisfied by the way that you carry yourself as her husband and as a man in your home. Like, that's what it looks like. Now, how are you going to figure out how to get there? Like, what's your example? And again, how do you grow? What actionable steps are you taking? And are you and your wife sitting down and discussing what each of your emotional needs are? What each of you, what your expectancies are? Because we bring all of this toxicity into our relationships, guys. If you grew up toxic, if you grew up in a home that was filled with drugs and drinking and immorality and divorce and abuse and you know, violence and, 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 and foul words and people screaming and treating each other like garbage and all of this negativity, or maybe you grew up in a home without a father and you have no example. Like you got to sit down with your wife and you've got to, you, you've got to bare your soul, brother. You've got to be able to articulate what your needs are and what you expect out of this relationship. And you've got to be able to allow her to do the same thing. And this is like, humans functioning at their highest capacity when they begin to speak and communicate like this that way no one's left in the dark wondering what someone else needs or wants and you guys can begin to step forward and provide for each other the things that you need where are you at in your self-awareness 
Like, what is even self-awareness? Where are you at in defining what your legacy is? Do you even have plans to build something that will outlive you as a man? Like something that when you're dead and gone, people will hold something in their hands or be a certain way internally in their manners and in their character and their integrity as a direct result of your influence on that situation. Like are your children going to be able to hold something in their hands that you built that outlives you? whether it's land or property or money or some type of positive influence that you built into them with their character and their integrity. And you raised your boys in a way where they treat women right. And you raised your girls in a way to where they have a level of self-respect for themselves. That's beyond the, the, the standard that exists in American society today. And when your sons and your daughters actually look in the mirror and can hold their own gaze because they have integrity and they have honor and they have dignity and they have a level of self-respect that you helped develop into them in that moment, they will know I am this way because of the influence of my father. That is building something internal in someone else that will outlive you when you're gone. That is a legacy. That is an aspect to building your legacy. What are you building? And I don't say this in judgment or criticism, like a lot of wasted years for me, guys. I mean, it took me getting T-boned by a semi in South Texas and laying on laying on the gurney in, a, in an ambulance on the way to the hospital to realize that I had built very little. And if that would have been my moment where I punched the time card for the final time, I would have left the people that I love and care for with very little by way of internal things and external things. And that was a wake-up call for me. That was a moment of awareness. Do you understand what role identification is? And again, this is a precursor episode where I'm just kind of throwing out some topics that are going to be discussed as the podcast develops. But what is role identification? Like, who are you? How many different hats do you wear? Are you a father? Are you a husband? Are you an employer? Are you an employee? Do you manage your own finances or does your wife like how many different hats do you wear in life? Are you able to sit down with a pen and paper and actually write down all the external roles that you play as a man? And then not only write them out all the different hats that you wear, but be able to write certain things next to those identifiers, things that you need to be doing in order to be doing well in that category. It's called role identification, where you sit down and identify your roles as a man, and then systematically go through each of those roles and be really honest with yourself and ask you, ask yourself, how am I showing up here in this area? And begin to write some things out. Well, I'm doing well. And you'll be honest with yourself. If you're doing great, man, if you connect well with your kids and, you know, and you uh, positively affirm them and lovingly discipline their behavior and you connect well with them and they're doing well because of your influence, then write that down, man. Write down the things that you're doing well. And next to that, in another bracket, write down some areas where there's some serious improvement. Because what I see in a lot of men is there's one or two areas where we're really doing well, you know, and usually it's at work, you know, we're a, we're a beast at our place of employment. It's a, 
place to, you know, develop our skills. And, and, you know, there's a little bit of, uh, I don't, I don't know if I want to say pride, but just some, uh, my cheesy mo, I guess I'll say where you're competing, not only with yourself from the day before, but you're kind of competing with your coworkers to have that status of being that guy that's really valuable that people want on every job site because you know your craft and you work hard from the minute we start to the minute we end and you get jobs done. And maybe that's you, but maybe you cannot manage your money. And as a result of that, you are failing in life. And it's taxing you so hard that you're in debt. There's friction in your marriage. There's something going on inside of you internally where you can't understand why you continue to fail in this area. And it's cheating you of being an apex man in that role. So we have to be able to identify our roles. And then obviously the next step in this is to be able to recognize disorder, to be able to say, okay, look, I am floundering here. I'm doing well there, but I am floundering here and I need to level up my game and then run through the questions again. Does it matter if I level up my game? Well, yes, it matters. It always matters to be better, right? To not beat yourself over the head for not being the best that you can be, but it matters that you would stop and go, you know what, there's room for improvement and I should try. What does it look like? What, what, what does having my finances in check look like? Having these credit cards paid off, cut up and turned off? Yeah, that's a good example. Getting to a place where my wife and I can lay in bed together tonight and talk without fighting? Yeah, that's what it looks like, man. Getting to a place where my kids run up to me and hug me and scream, Daddy, when I walk through the door because I love and care for them and they know that and they reciprocate that love back. Yeah, that's what it looks like. So what is your example? And how do you get there? How do you grow? What steps are you taking to get to that place? See, there's tools for success in our lives. And they're simple, simple things. And as I've said before, in different places, different formats, that you are now, when you begin this journey, both the teacher and the student. Because for many of us, there is no father figure. For many of us, there never was. So you now have to become the grand architect of rebuilding your life. You have to set the course of study for yourself, whether it's listening to podcasts, watching YouTube videos, um, going to some seminars, um, finding a mentor if you can, or you know, reading books, whatever the case may be, you have to self-educate. And there is plenty of information out there to help you and I do that. And I'm an avid reader. I'm an avid podcast listener. I love watching YouTube videos from like personal growth and development seminars where people will talk about being a better husband, talk about being a better father, talk about managing your assets better and beginning to get out of debt and, and get away from debt completely. And and building and amassing wealth so that you can leave that part of your legacy for your loved ones. I love listening to podcasts and, and watching vid YouTube videos about childhood trauma and different tools and tactics and strategies that are available to help people come out of trauma. People that went through sexual abuse or verbal or physical abuse or abandonment issues, or they lost you know, their primary caregivers when they were very young and it affected them mentally, you know, during during maybe an important stage in their development, someone that they needed was gone. And 
we don't even realize this until we have our wake-up moment where we begin to carry all of that into our adult life and we're not even aware that the reason that we continually self-sabotage and that we have these self-limiting beliefs and this constant self-doubt that keeps us froze up and won't let us take risk and 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 tells us oh why bother and we may as well not even try all of that is directly related and tied into your childhood and things that you experienced in your childhood and your adolescence and as you begin to become an avid student of all of the information that's out there to help you and I you begin to rebuild your life in a way to where every day you get up and you believe in yourself to be successful. There's people that I work with now at my job that I care for tremendously as people that I know have gone through traumatic stuff in their past. And I can tell how they see themselves and I don't see them the way they see themselves but I can tell how they see themselves and it limits their ability to believe in themselves to the point where they start taking actionable steps to level up and become more successful in a certain area of their life. And I know it's directly related to childhood issues. There are tools out there for our success. There are also enemies, landmines that exist. This podcast, we're going to discuss over the course of the podcast episodes, we're going to discuss what those landmines are, triggers that will cause you to fall flat on your face, different things like shame and regret, different things like toxic associations. And, you know, there's a whole gambit of things out there that if we don't steer ourselves from and be mindful of these landmines that exist, um, we can fall back into old behaviors that don't help us, that don't support our journey of becoming a better man listen guys this is again just a just kind of a brief it's been a while since i put a podcast episode out my wife and i like i said we just bought this home just getting settled into a to a new job that i've been in for a couple months now and all of our stuff was in boxes but i wanted to reach out and let you guys know that i love you very much and i care for you very much and the man that you want to be the man that you may not even be able to believe or see that you could ever become is just one decision and a few short steps away from becoming a reality. Guys, I love you. Sleep well at night. Until next time.